looks good. Hi, it's Dr. Hamilton, your host of Your Health Transformed, and I'm really excited that we have a guest on our show, Amy Wilson. She is a board-certified geriatric pharmacist. She's also certified fitness and professional and certified nutrition coach, and she helps individualize plans um, for all types of people in a holistic way. So I'm super excited to talk to her about several different interesting topics. Welcome to the show, Amy. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. That's great. Thank you for coming. So one of my first questions that I thought was interesting, I honestly have never seen or heard of, I suppose, of specifically a geriatric pharmacist. So my first question is, how did you or why did you, what drew you specifically to that? And for listeners, geriatrics is typically older patients. Um, and in general, we see a lot of what's called polypharmacy in this particular group where they're on several different medications. And so having somebody who's kind of specific that can look over everything um, is it's it's interesting. I didn't know there was specifically a geriatric pharmacist. So what, I guess, first of all, prompted you to kind of go that route? I, when I graduated back in the day, yeah. <laughs> um, back in the day, I went the retail route, which a lot of people do. So that's your like Walgreens, CVS, your corner pharmacy store. Um, I then went into long-term care and loved long-term care, but life happened. I moved to Chicago and hey, there's a Walgreens on every corner. Yeah. So at that time, um, I uh, worked for Walgreens and I came back to, um, I moved to Louisville, Kentucky and decided to go back into long-term care. And at that time, when you think of nursing homes, you really think of a place where maybe it's your final years or, you know, of aging. And I love that population. That's the population that at that time that I was really working with. And so there are several board certifications in different classes of pharmacy. So like oncology for cancer and pediatrics for kids, but there's also one for geriatrics for older adults. And believe it or not, even though this is, is going to break my heart, older adults is now considered 55 and up. So yeah. especially yeah. when you hit 60, that's when a lot of uh, medications, dosages change when you're, when you, when you hit 60. So I went and became, um, took studied, took the exam and, and I am board certified in the geriatric realm. My, I will say I have two full-time jobs. I do a full-time job in nutrition coaching, but a full-time job as a long-term care consultant. So I'm in the nursing homes. My, my patients are in nursing homes and yeah, I look at um, a lot of polypharmacy and polypharmacy. If you don't know what polypharmacy means, it means a lot of medications. It means, are you, how many medications are you on? And when I first started a long time ago, the average of somebody coming into a nursing home was eight or nine. And somebody, somebody might say eight or nine. Oh my gosh. Well, now it's 25, 30. That's, oh my gosh. I yes. Realize. Because yeah. people are on three or four medications for heart disease or on yeah. three or four medications for wow. diabetes, wow. a couple medications here for high cholesterol. Now you got side effects for some of these medications. Yeah. And so when you have the comorbidities, it it doesn't just come with one medication. It'll come with several different, yeah. different classifications of medications. So yeah, it's, 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 it's changed a lot. Um, unfortunately, that's why I, I say I'm a nutrition coach also is that I want to keep you out of my nursing home. Well, so because that's yeah. why I asked not to interrupt, but I think you're oh, going to no, go ahead. Yeah. Question, like, 
I was wondering if your experience in geriatric pharmacy and I, so I also, I do from a surgeon side, I've done wound care and. Oh, yes. So I get it. Right. I, I don't go through it like you do, but I, I see the meds, right. They're on a meds for heart, like diuresis, but then their potassium gets low. So then they have to replace their potassium. So this is what she's talking about. Like treating mm. the med, the heart disease, but then also having meds for the side effects of the meds, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't realize it was from eight to the average of 25. That blows my mind. And so in seeing this from your standpoint is, is this kind of the reason you got maybe some of this other certifications to like, did it like um, motivate you to like help people prevent what you're seeing in this area? Changed what I was doing. So I started teaching aerobics back when I was 17. So I got into the fitness industry pretty young when I was going through pharmacy school. I swear to God, I was not going to get, um, gain the freshman 15 <laughs> and Hey, you know, I had a pharmacy. I, I, and for pharmacy, I had a, to get through pharmacy school, I had a um, job in the, the library, which was the most boring job yeah. ever. And someone's like, Hey, we're going to pay you to teach, to teach aerobics. Sweet. You know, yeah, that's, right. that was a great, it was a great gig. And I just kept up with it. Um, and then I started dabbling in nutrition and unfortunately in the eighties, it was all about low fat and fat free. And we've gone through several different kinds of, I would say different kinds of nutrition modalities too. And when I was doing nutrition before it was kind of, uh, just be, it was in the fitness realm and being, helping clients who were, my students, when I was teaching aerobics and when I was um, teaching, a, I was a master trainer of a program and I was helping people with their nutrition with that. Then all of a sudden I'm, you know, in my nutrition journey and going through perimenopause, menopause, and my A1C is climbing and I have the type two diabetes gene. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm doing all the right things. How am I, how am I pre-diabetic? Yeah. Crazy. And then at the same time that I'm going through all this, really watching my admissions coming into the, to the facilities and seeing the dates of birth and seeing the ages and they're my age or younger, and they're coming in with diabetes and wounds that are not healing and gangrene and heart disease and realizing that especially, you know, I was saying Kentucky, but I think it's, it's across the board, United States, that what we are consuming and what we are doing is really moving us forward to having certain disease states. And we can absolutely prevent it. We can absolutely live our best lives uh, later in years. As you know, if you are not eating well, you're not fueling your body, you're not getting enough protein, wounds will not heal. Mm-hmm. And now we're, you know, let's talk about diabetes and blood sugar imbalances. And there's so many things that we can do that can reverse and prevent disease. So yes, my motivation is definitely has, has a lot to do with being a geriatric pharmacist. So then what do you do when you have, um, kind of this scenario and we can start with perimenopause because as a weight loss physician, I have several patients who say, it's hormones. That's why I gained all my weight, but you're saying it can be prevented. And so I'm curious how, cause I see people when they already have it. Right. And so I'm curious how you are helping some of these people prevent it. Is, is it not just 
they have hormonal imbalance and automatically have, I see insulin resistance in this group, obviously, mm -hmm. and then weight gain, right? And they're like, I've been doing everything the same for 30 years, you know? So what do you say to that? That's the problem. Yeah. Right there, right there, you've been doing everything the same for 30 years. The things that we did as teenagers, as young adults in our 20s and 30s have set us up for failure mm -hmm. in our 40s and 50s. The starvation, yeah. the fad diets, the expecting to lose 10 pounds in 10 days, all of these things have decreased our metabolism, even though all those programs will say, oh, we're going to burn fat. No, they don't. They burned your muscle and your muscle is your metabolism. So even though they say, they say that our metabolism slows down, it does, but studies are now showing that it really doesn't slow down until 65. The reason our metabolism has slowed down is because we have spent our muscle and we're left with body fat, which does not use as much as, as much food for energy. So when you get to the hormones, yeah, we kind of did that to ourselves too. Mm -hmm. And with the starvation, when you're not eating carbs, your thyroid likes carbs. You need, you need carbs for, for, for conversions. Um, you need it for the thyroid hormone. And when you're not giving your body the adequate nutrition, what I always tell people is that our body is one big, gigantic chemical reaction. And the food that you use will either help propel those reactions or they will stifle those reactions. And so I don't like to say hormones balance. I like to say more optimized because as you know, you really can't, it's not, it's not a balance. It's, it's yeah. how they work. And even though, yes, we do lose estrogen when we get older, you can still be better and have less side effects by eating real food. And the insulin resistance didn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. High blood pressure didn't happen overnight. High cholesterol didn't happen overnight. And we forget those. You, someone goes to the doctor and like, oh, I was just diagnosed with yeah. prediabetes or diabetes. I was just diagnosed yeah. with high blood pressure. It just happened. <laughs> it just happened. It did not just happen. This has been happening for years. What I like to say is like, you know, those, those places that like they're cash places that you go and you get your payday cash advance in our younger years, not eating right, doing all those fad diets we were borrowing from our future yeah. and now payday plus interest has shown up and it's going to take longer. We have to change our belief system. We have to change that. We think we get everything in Amazon prime time that we can get the body that we want or that we can, we can miraculously take our A1C from 10 to five and realize that it's a journey that it never ends, Yeah. that it's all, it's a healthy lifestyle, not a diet. And that's where I think we've done ourselves a disservice is that we always think it's a diet. A diet means you're not fueling your body. When you start looking at health and start looking at nutrition and you start looking at, okay, if I eat this kind of food, I will feel this way. But if I eat real food, unprocessed food, and a lot, believe it or not, a lot of it, okay, now I can start building muscle. Now my hormones get are, are become balanced. Now my insulin resistance is decreased and my insulin sensitivity is increased and my cortisol levels go down. Mm -hmm. 
does it take work? Yeah, that's that's the problem that most people have is that they don't want to learn another way. But I'm a pharmacist who doesn't want you on pills. Pills is a treatment, not a cure. And I would much rather see you do things with food and nutrition than to rely on a weekly shot or a weekly or a daily medication, or for that matter, maybe two or three or up to 30 some medications a day. That's, that's, I don't think anybody really wants that. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And so curious your journey, because you said you found yourself in this same situation, right? Someone who's supposed to know, oh, you know, I know what to do, doctor, right? Like type of thing. And so what do you feel like, like, how did you, for example, change it for yourself once you realize, I guess, what was kind of more of your journey and your story and how did you change that? So what happened was mid forties, 40, 47, 48, it was 49, you know, started getting the hot flashes, um, gaining inches like crazy. And, you know, once again, here I am, I'm a pharmacist. I'm, I'm a nutrition coach. I was doing nutrition for other certifications that I had teaching classes. And I will tell you right now, I'm human. I am the same way I want it in Amazon prime time. I want it quick. I want it fast. And okay. So I tried keto worked for about a hot minute stopped (laughs) and, you know, try, tried all the latest and greatest and, and it, nothing was working and my hips were getting bigger and bigger. And I called my little pooch Buddha because that's what I felt. I felt like one of those little Buddha dolls. Yeah. And the, the bad part, I'll say the bad part, but being a fitness instructor and being in front of everybody puts an extra added pressure on you because people are looking to you to, to, they're like, well, if she's not in shape, how am I going to get in shape? Not realizing that one, that all those classes I was teaching was actually causing more harm than good. And then all those fad diets that I was doing, because I, like I said, I'm human. I, I thought, well, Hey, if it's working for this person, why not give it a shot? And at that time I was the same way. I was desperate. I was like, okay, nothing that I've coached in the past has worked. What's going on? obviously something, something else. I'm like, well, put my hands up. This is menopause. Great. This is what I'm going to have to deal with. But the other part of me was like, no, this is not what I want to deal with. I don't want to feel brain fog and tired and migraines all the time. There's, there's gotta be something better. And then of course, you know, things, leggings were my best friend and not, not by choice, but by having to, because nothing else fit. And it was, I threw a Hail Mary pass and it's actually the program that I do coach now. I watched a couple of friends who were fitness instructors and they were looking amazing. And it wasn't only looking amazing, it was feeling amazing. And their muscle tone was just to die for. I was like, wow, yeah. the shape, they looked healthy. They felt healthy. And they were and I'm like, okay, you're saying they were like older, you know, 40s, my age, yeah, my okay. age, going through perimenopause too. And you know, you're seeing, you're seeing this just transformation. So I watched them to fail. I really did. Cause you know, you watch somebody's like, Oh, they look great. In six months, they'll be back to where they were. That's yeah. what I thought. And so I thought, well, what do I have to lose? Let me sign up for this and it's not going to work, but let me try one more thing. Yeah. And it's, it's the program I coach was called fast way to fat loss and it worked. And why it works is that 
it's about fueling your body. It's not about starving. It's about yeah, building correct, muscle. Correct. And when you do that kind of thing, well, hey, guess what happens? Your metabolism increases. My A1C went from 5.8. It's now a 5.2. Yeah. So going from pre-diabetes to, to normal. normal. Yeah. And this is without meds. no meds. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no met. I didn't want. I, I didn't. I didn't want to do the metformin or yeah, any of that kind correct, of stuff. Correct. Um. So, I you know I I will admit I do bioidentical. That's but that's yeah, okay. that's definitely yeah. something you know that people have to you know. There I I hear both sides of the story. It's very individual, um, for what you want to do, but I know that the health part is the eating real food eating, I, I do macros. I do what's called macro tracking, making sure I get enough protein, make sure I get enough fat, make sure I get enough mm-hmm. carbohydrates and then not abusing my body with working out anymore. I still work out, but I'm smarter about it. I'm not doing two to three hours a day where I was one of those instructors like, you gotta leave it all on the floor. You gotta yeah. give me 110%. If you're not yeah. sweating, you're not doing it. Yeah, and, and encouraging people to do two to three classes a day. Mm-hmm. And that is actually tearing your body down. And if you're not eating, you're not using, you're you're not, you're not using body fat. You're actually using muscle for fuel. So it's kind of like that eat, eat less, move more just doesn't, it doesn't work. So that was my story is that I was able to reverse the prediabetes and then be stronger. Migraine's gone. Brain fog gone. Buddha's gone. So I don't have yeah, that little. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, yeah. That's great. And that's what this faster, um, way to fat loss program. Yeah, no, I think that's great. Yeah. I think, um, I a hundred percent agree with everything that you're saying. I really like the fact that you focused on, um, when exercising, because a lot of people go through these weight loss, weight loss journeys. I'm a surgeon, right? So I do both sides of the coin. And I'm like, don't lose your muscle. You know what I'm saying? And I test them. I test them before surgery. I test them after. And then, you know, with bariatric surgery, weight just kind of, you know, it really comes off and their, their metabolism goes in the toilet. And a lot of times it's because they're losing all this muscle mass. And I'm like, eat, get in your protein exercise, you know? And so I a hundred percent agree coming from someone who actually tracked it, tested it, knows that, you know what I'm saying? If you're not doing the things the right way, you literally can see you know what I'm saying it go down so before bariatric surgery I would tell my patients I'm like your metabolism was 2500 2500 calories a day now it's at 13 so anything over 1400 you're gonna gain you know what I'm saying and so it's a really big deal to be able to hold on to that if you're not fueling it you're right it's just your body is using the muscle and not the fat so I really like the fact that you kind of reiterated on that my one of my other questions for you and this will be kind of controversial you had mentioned not using ozempic you know what i'm saying and so i'm curious you know what i'm saying and and i'm and i'm you know i i prescribe all types of medications i do surgery but i'm open to seeing what your thoughts are and you know what i'm saying get your point of view on that so my my problem with ozempic and and it's the same thing you know and i get a lot of bariatric clients after the fact because for whatever reason, they didn't learn how to eat. Yep. And now they're like, okay, Common. I got this off. I need to feel better and, 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 and working on their nutrition. Mm-hmm. 
Ozempic has its place, especially for someone who's type two diabetes, who needs that extra to get that extra help. What I don't like seeing it as the, a boutique drug. Yeah, of course. Somebody who has maybe 25 to 30 pounds to lose, who is using it to lose weight quickly, who has no intention of learning nutrition, who has no intention of ever lifting any weights. Mm. It, yeah, you can lose weight. doesn't mean you're healthy. Yeah, correct. And, and, and that's why I tell all my bariatric um, clients too, is that you lost the weight. Now let's get healthy because if you're still eating, if you're still drinking all the soda and the pop and the Doritos mm. and the McDonald's, and yeah, you might be eating less of it, correct. but once again, you're not fueling your body with what it needs. Yeah. Same thing with Ozempic. Ozempic stops the hunger. It it works with leptin and ghrelin. It works with ha- your gastric motility. The other thing that you have to be willing to do is accept the consequences mm-hmm. and accept the side effects. And some of them can be permanent, that being gastroparesis. When Ozempic first started coming out and we started seeing some of these issues, I was like, okay, in five years, you're going to get the, did you take Ozempic? call this number and, you know, 1-800, whatever, whatever law, whatever class action lawsuit. I thought, okay, in five years, we're going to see the class action lawsuits. I never thought it'd be five to six months that we're now seeing gastroparesis that's not reversible. And that's what's scary. And if you're wanting to do it to be skinny, understand that you will be on this medication for the rest of your life. It's, it's very hard to get off without help. Mm-hmm. You can't just like, oh, I got my 25 pounds off and then I'm going to go done. off. And, yeah, absolutely and, not. And yeah. because leptin will, that leptin will be, mm, it's going to, it's going to make you starve yeah. and it it's going to come back with a vengeance. And that's my issue with it because we're now seeing it as a boutique drug. Yeah. We're now seeing boutiques getting it compounded yeah. by adding and and they're doing it with adding B12 and other things to get around the compounding laws. Yeah. What people don't understand is something's compounding. You better hope to God it's at a reputable pharmacy that is certified Yeah. because there's so many things that you're doing that you're putting your health in jeopardy to get skinny. Yeah. And that's my issue with Ozempic. Okay. And I a hundred percent agree as a board certified obesity medicine physician and surgeon. Like I a hundred percent agree with that statement. I always say for people who are going to be on those meds, you need to be on, it needs to be medically supervised by somebody who is, um, can monitor you and is used to and understands the effects of these medications and like the holistic picture I have noticed. And I'm not against compound either. I use compound. I agree. Needs to be certified a hundred percent. Um, and a lot of times, even me, I have patients who just automatically want to increase because, you know, it's it's dosed. And I'm like, right. increase for what? I always try to, like, give them this example of would we continue to increase your blood pressure medication so you can pass out when it's too high or your cholesterol medication or your cardiac medication or your thyroid medication? So you're you know what I'm saying? Like these it's it just you can't increase just because you want to lose more weight. That's not a um a reason to go up on these medication because the higher the dosages, these are where these more um, long-term complications that you're speaking of come from. And I've also had patients who'd be like, you know what? I admit I got it off the internet. 
getting it off the internet is an absolute like red flag. No, no. I'm shocked. People are just selling it now. You know what I'm saying? Like people are without a physician. And so I just wanted to touch on that because I know it's a very popular thing now. All of those GLP ones, there is a place for them. It needs mm-hmm. to be medically supervised. There Revised. is a Absolutely. compounding. It needs to be certified. Um, and so I'm glad you kind of touched on that because I also wanted to, you know, just kind of reiterate that. I do wonder though, have you seen any older geriatric patients on these medications? And what are your thoughts on that? So yeah, I have, I have a lot of my older um, in, in the nursing homes. I have a lot of them on Ozempic. What I'm seeing is a 10% decrease in weight and it stopped working. That's what I'm seeing in a lot of them is that it, it, and, but you have to realize too, is that if they're coming to you, they're still out in the general public. Hopefully they are changing their nutrition. And I have clients who are weaning off. And so we're changing the nutrition. We're getting their muscle mass. So it's, it's been a nice kickstart for them and they realize, okay, I can do this. Let's see how we continue. Mm -hmm. Nursing home food is not the most healthy thing for you. Yeah. Uh, the, the things that you get in a nursing home, if you're bed bound, you're not getting muscle mass. So the amount of weight loss and I'll, you know, I'll get a good example. And I hate it was, I had somebody with 700 and some pounds. Yeah. They, they would have been a great you know candidate for yeah. gastric bypass, but it, they lost about 10% and it just stopped. Yeah. And, wow. and the weight started coming back on. So I don't see, I, I don't, I don't see the miraculous drop in A1C or a drop in weight in, in long-term care setting. I think we see that better in the more in, in the outpatient setting. Yeah. And that's because of the additional changes they're able to yes. make, like you said, nutrition yeah. and exercise. So for the general population, you can't really expect to see these significant weight losses continue without, I think, like you said, adding these additional factors. So it's going to level off your, your, whatever your metabolism is, is going to level off. The only way to boost your metabolism is to have more muscle and, and to move your body. You, you can't starve it. And that's the other thing too, is that when people lose their appetite, well, I'm not eating, I'm not eating. And I yeah. get that you're not hungry, Correct. but your body still needs nutrition. Correct. It's just, I always say it's just blocking the signal. You know, yes. it's just blocking the signal. Your body is still hungry. When you come off yeah. of these meds, you're going to be starving and then you're going to yeah. overeat. And this is how people regain their weight. So it has to be a good balance. I say the same mm-hmm. thing. And a lot of people I know want to increase because they're like, oh, I'm hungry now. And I'm like, great. You know, you should be hungry. You should be eating. Forgetting to eat is a red flag. Reminding, having to set a timer to eat is a red flag, just Uh, et cetera, et cetera. So I just want to throw that out there. So before we end, I want you to talk about more about the program that you coach and then where can people find this information? And we've probably touched on some of it, but why do you think this is such a great option for people? I, the, what got me was that it's not a diet. That's what got me is that we can, you can go on a diet. They don't last 10 days, Correct. but I'm, I need a cookie. I need a chocolate chip cookie mm-hmm. every once in a while. I need life happens. Yeah. And, and, and the whole gotta be perfect. If I'm not perfect, then I got, you know, we can get into 70, 75 day hard. I have a really hard problem. I have, I, I hate that program yeah. because life happens. You're not meant to be perfect. 
We're never meant to be perfect. Why I love this is it's the progress over perfection. We go in baby steps. We're learning how to recognize because it's a lot of times it's recognizing what good food is. We're Mm -hmm. so manipulated by the media. Uh, There's so many things that say that they're healthy, but they're not. I just had, I just had a client who went to a health fair sponsored by Kroger. I'm just going to say that, (laughs) but it was a health fair. And she's sending me all these free samples she got. Well, there was veggie straws and there was baked ruffles and I'm, my head was about ready to explode. I like this process. That's not healthy. So it's learning that healthy food, which is one of the reasons why I love it. I also like it because I am a virtual coach, which means I have clients all over the United States, including Europe. I have a, I have actually have a client right now in Denmark Mm -hmm. and it's, it's, I would say it's one-stop shop. You get coaching, you get an app, you learn how to track macros, which is tracking how much protein, fat, and carbohydrates. And you get 30 minute workouts that you can do at home or at the gym. So it's kind of this all-inclusive. And if anybody wants to find out more, they can just go to my website. It's amykwilson.com. And you can just hit learn more or you can hit me up and we can talk. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. And we'll definitely put that in the show notes. Thank you so much, um, Amy, for being on our show. And I appreciate all the education that you've done. I love the fact that we are both on the same page. So thank you so much for having me. You're welcome.